Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about daily decisions. Daily decisions made easy. (laughs) I know when we say daily decisions made easy, it sort of conjures up this like image for me of somebody, I don't know, like just like killing it in their work day. And really that's, that's what it is. Like I'm sort of like envisioning, this is terrible, but like envisioning myself, like, like totally being really great at what I'm doing (laughs) through the day. And I mean, it's, yeah, you're right. It is like being in flow. And it's funny because particularly, I would say like the last six weeks from us, for us, we've really been in flow. We're like the other day you said to me, Lisa, you're like, you're like, we're drunk on power. It made me laugh because, you know, it, it was, it, uh, it was funny, but it, I, there's some element of truth, right? Because when you have made those decisions and you're working in your business, like in total alignment, it is really powerful. It's really, really powerful. And that's really the, the power of daily decisions, uh, and and making those daily decisions easier on yourself. Here's the truth: daily decisions have a compounding effect on your success. So just by making slight shifts every single day, even one slight shift every single day, the compounding effect on your eventual success is going to be exponential. It's that success is going to come to you faster. And really, who doesn't want that as an entrepreneur? Who doesn't want to reach their goals faster? Absolutely. And there, I mean, there are a million resources out there of, you know, what you should be doing for your daily routine, the morning routine, the evening routine, the daily routine, your habits, like, what, what habits have you gotten into? What, what do you do when you first get up that can set you up for your day? Um, do you, you know, plan your outfit the night before so you can just get up and put it on and not have to spend time staring at the closet? Like all those little tiny habits and routines that you get into. And it can have to do with, yeah, simply getting dressed. It can have to do with your health, uh, your fitness, uh, and obviously your business as well. Just those tiny little habits that you make non-negotiable for your day. Um, do exactly what you're saying, Jen, is they, they do compound over time. It's just like a trip to the gym. One day is, you know, you're going to feel good, but if you have a routine to that, over six weeks, you're going to notice a difference, right? And you will notice the same in your, in your business as well. If you have a goal of contacting a certain number of clients over the next, uh, you know, say two months and you do, you can do one a day, one every other day, whatever feels comfortable to you, that's going to get you there. You just, you don't have to do them all in one day, right? You just do one a day, one a day one a day, and then it compounds. And after a few weeks, you've had these great conversations with a whole bunch of people. So there's so many different things you can 
you can put into your day. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I mean, you made a really good point. Like daily decisions really are habits. And I want to talk to it specifically in relation to business because that's where people sort of, they start to like back away from the train a little bit because the daily decisions in like, you know, I want to air quote healthy daily habits in terms of like your personal life, like your health, your fitness, your nutrition, those are much easier to measure and see. It can be harder inside of your business to measure and see the impact of those habits right away, right? Sometimes it takes longer to see that payoff, but by building those healthy habits early on, you're really setting yourself up for uh, success. And even though you might not see that measurability piece immediately, I know last episode, maybe a couple episodes ago, a couple episodes ago now, I think (laughs) they're all jumbling together in my head here. Um, We talked about SMART goals and like that measurability piece. And yes, by having daily habits, you can get to that measurability piece faster. But until you can, until you've you know done all the daily habits for a certain amount of time, you might not see that outcome right away. So it's harder to say, you know what these ta- these healthy habits that I'm forming inside of my business, these decisions that I'm making daily inside of my business, it's hard to see the payoff right away, and it's hard to sometimes stick with those habits because it's yeah. easy to it's easy to think it's not really working, it's not really working, but things need time. Things need time to work. Right. It's true. Um, and I think that sometimes habits get a bad uh, reputation too, because, you know, bad habits. Oh, you got to change your habits. But some habits are good, <laughs> you know. Um, so, so don't think of a habit as necessarily a negative. Same with routine. Routine isn't necessarily boring. You know, you don't have to do the exact same morning routine. You could have a list of things that works for you in the morning. Um, but if, if you're going to be journaling and meditating and working out and doing all these things every single day, it's, if that's working for you, amazing, amazing. But if you like to do all those things, but you don't want to wake up at 4am to do them, it's okay to say like on Mondays, I'm, I'm going to journal on Mondays, Tuesday, I'm going to meditate. Wednesday, I make sure I work out first and then meditate or, you know, whatever it is that works out for you as if you can look at your week as well. So your, your daily, there's your daily decisions, but there's also like over the week, you can, you can have those things that you enjoy over the week and it'll still get you ahead. Um, so we, I mean, and with the vision success planner, that's how you, you, you pick your priorities, right? So your priority for the, for that day is what you need to be working on, um, before you're doing your lower priority tasks, right? And those, those priorities at first, you can start putting those habits that you want to form into, into your, into your higher priority section. Yeah. So let's actually talk about settling on priorities and settling on making decisions every day for your business. And you've, you've already started to touch on it, Lisa, around the, like the high priorities and the low priorities. Really those high priorities are the tasks that are aligned with your, your overall goals, your overall priorities, and 
your um, your overall core values. And that's really what it comes down to is making sure that the priorities that you're putting in your high priority tasks, that they are aligned with all three of those things. So your, your overall priorities, your core values, and your goals. And sometimes that's not always easy because we have an emotional connection to a task, even if it's not going to serve any of those three things, right? So a high priority task might serve one or two of those three items, and that's okay. But if it doesn't serve any of them, but you've gotten an emotional attachment to it, or you, you've got this feeling like the shoulds are kind of taken over, you're like, I should be doing that. You, that's, a, that's a point where you need to press pause a little bit and say, okay, is this priority a re- really a priority? Or is this, just, is this just a should that's showing up in my business that's really not going to serve me down the road? And that, that's, I mean, like I said earlier too, there's, there's so much information out there about where people are sharing what's worked for them and absolutely like have a look at different ideas of, of how people have become successful, try them out. They might not be ideal for you, for your personality, for who you are, for again, your core values for you and for your your clients. Um, it depends on what you're offering. But yeah, I mean, I would encourage everyone to, you know, obviously read as many personal development books as you can, read all the different ideas about, uh, you know, your routines and habits and, and what's worked for other people and uh, try them on and see if if they're helping you and give them, you know, give them a chance to uh, try them on. And you might learn something new, pick up a new thing, or you could say, you know what, that one's not amazing for me. I'm just going <laughs> to not, not do that one. But uh, they do say though, that uh, a new habit, like in order to have that become a habit, you need to do it at least 21 days, 21 days in a row for something to truly start to become a habit. 30 days. If you, if you really want to get Drive it, it yeah. yeah. <laughs> right home. Uh, yeah. So let's talk. And I know we've talked about this previously as well. So <laughs> this, you know, you put it in your, in your day and you're, you've made a decision, you know, at some point in the week, you know, maybe Sunday when you're planning out your week, Monday, when you're planning out your week or the day of you're planning out your day and you've got a high priority task on there and then it doesn't get done. And you shift it to the next day, and then you shift it to the next day, and then you shift it to the next day, and so on and so on and so on. And then it's been in your planner for two weeks, and you're not taking action on it. This happens. This happens to us. And this certainly happens to the clients that we work with. And yeah, that is definitely a a point where you're going to have to like put the brakes on, you know, stop the car and really figure out what is limiting me here. Why am I not doing this? And and yes, and there's a difference between, you know, if say say the task is speak to a certain person and you've been trying to get in touch with them, like if you've called them or emailed them and you have to remind yourself to to try again. That's, that's one thing. But if you haven't even tried, 
then then that's when you you want to say like okay hmm yeah stop the car have a look under the hood <laughs> yeah see if the fan belt's attached like what's happening in there <laughs> i am not a mechanic i don't <laughs> but yeah figure out what uh do you need a different station on the radio to get you through you know it's <laughs> <laughs> or on satellite, whatever you're listening to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it, this really is a thing. And it's something that, you know, like, uh, I really do. I, you know, sometimes I have to kind of push pause. I have to stop the car and I need to say, okay, well, why haven't I done that? What am I afraid of? Like, what am I afraid is going to happen if I do that? What, like, I'm afraid of somebody saying, no, I'm afraid of it not going well. Am I, am I afraid of it working and like what all the new problems that that's going to bring and what is it? Or is this a should, is this like on my high priority list? Because somebody like, I feel like I should be doing that, but it's not really aligned with my, my values, priorities, or goals. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Is it, is it a little bit of a, Yeah a fear thing or yeah, exactly. Is it someone else's priority? And you're like, part of your brain is like, no, don't care about that. <laughs> it's not my priority. And then it's okay to just, uh, let it del- go. Yeah. Delete it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay to take things off your high priority list. There's no, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. So Let's actually talk now. So we we kind of kind of went in there that a couple of directions here, but let's talk about actually making those decisions. Like, what? How do we figure out what's going to make it into your high priority list? We've already touched on it earlier in this episode. The you know we want tasks in our high priority list that are aligned with our core values, our overall priorities, and our goals. Yes. And I would say as well, um, always be including some income producing activity in that. So it's not just about um, posting on Instagram and, um, you know, creating yet another course or (laughs) creating some some other thing or, uh, you know, changing the pictures on your website. It's about doing an actual income producing activity. You have to plan that into your week or else um, you'll feel like you're volunteering or (laughs) doing a hobby. And and then you start losing your motivation, even on the stuff that really, really is resonating with you. So um, if you feel like you're um, starting to lose uh, the excitement, check it out and make sure you're actually putting something in there that's going to be boosting your bottom line for the for the week. Yeah. Now I, I want to make a, a point about that. So we often associate income producing activity as having an immediate payoff. Sometimes, and in some industries and in some businesses, you might not actually see an immediate payoff with income producing activity, but it's planting seeds, right? So an example that I like to use is somebody who's building out a digital course, right? So you you're in the midst of, let's say, building out a digital course but it's not quite ready. You don't have a sales letter ready for people. You know, there's no buy now button ready for people. So you're not making money on it right now, but the work that you're doing to let's say build out that course 
is income producing because it will have a payoff. It will have a return on time investment down the road when you launch that digital course. So don't sort of fool yourself into thinking, I need to be talking to all the people all the time to be making money. Sometimes income producing activity can be that. It can be talk going out, talking to people, getting clients, getting customers, making sales. And sometimes it's the background work that needs to be done before you can actually make those um, either digital or in-person connections to ask for the sale. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And especially if you're creating like physical products too, that's, uh, and that's a time you can get people excited about what you're creating. Um, you know, if you're, say you're creating beautiful pottery, you can take a picture of stuff like as it's going into the kiln, you know, like, so that people are like, Oh, wow, she's creating this. And that, Oh, I want to see that when it's done. Like you, you're kind of creating that excitement so that when it is done, people will be, um, excited for it. So that's, yeah. Yes. Again, we're, we're moving away from the daily decisions, but that's just I'm an example. Sorry. <laughs> we often go on tangents. If, so if this is the first episode you're listening to, this is, this is us, but we always, we always eventually get back to the that's right. main point. Your, your daily decisions really do um, decide kind of who you are. If you decide that you want to be you know, I want to be healthy. I want to be a, a successful business owner. I want to be like, those are, you know, make a list of like who you want to be. What do you want to be? What do you, um, you know, what, what kind of life do you want to live and start putting little pieces of that into your, into your day and yep. start being that future version of yourself. Now, imagine those little tweaks um, and it, you know, it doesn't have to be, well, one day I'm going to be a six figure CEO. So I'm going to go buy a new wardrobe. Like that might not make sense right today, but like, what are some little things that would happen? What things as a six figure CEO, what would you be worrying about today? What would be your, on your priority list? Those are little, little tweaks that you can, you can make in your day to start becoming the highest version of yourself that you, yeah. you know, on your way there. So those little daily decisions are or who you are. Yeah. That's a really good point. Now, I this is a really interesting exercise and this is, this is not new. You probably have heard this before, you know, like what would you know, people people will say when I'm successful, I will, and then they they don't take action, right? So that they're like like when I'm successful, I'll feel comfortable sending weekly emails instead of you know, I'm not, I, I'm not comfortable sending that email. I'm not, I'm not, I don't consider myself successful in my business yet. So who would want to hear what I have to say? Let's say if the email example is active. That's a great example of, of, you know, oh, well, I'll wait till I get this many people on my list and then I'll send out a weekly email or I'll send out a newsletter or then, then it'll be worth it. If you have five people on your list it is still worth it. Yep. Keep growing that list. How are people going to recommend you and say, oh my gosh, this is amazing newsletter. I love this. Or you, you should subscribe yeah. to this if you're not sending it out. You send the same, you put the same effort in for five people as you would for, for 5,000. You just. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's in and, it, and, and it'll, it'll. Uh, and it, yeah. I mean, that's the point I want to make, like, and particularly with like, 
this is really important for like fear of visibility or fear of like not getting it quite right. I would much rather like send out crummy emails to five people than 5,000. And if I don't start writing crummy emails at five people, by the time I have 5,000 people on my list and I haven't been sending anything, the first couple emails I'm going to send are going to be crummy, right? I don't want crummy emails going to 5,000 people. I want to have that, that evolution of my emails from five people to 5,000. I want my abilities, my skills to upgrade as I go. So seven figure me would be sending emails regardless of like how they're going to land. Right. And the, like that fear of like, uh, this is a big one. Like fear of unsubscribes is a big one. <laughs> like, oh, but if I send out a bad email, people are going to unsubscribe. People are going to unsubscribe whether you send good emails or bad emails. doesn't oh, yeah. matter. They're just going to unsubscribe. So that's just a fact of owning a business in 2021. Well, and I think to understand too, that like, I mean, I've unsubscribed from some things just because I, I, I'm getting too many things and I need to cut it down. It has nothing to do with the value or quality of what they're sending. It's just like, that's not resonating with me right now. And I'll probably subscribe again later, but you know, it, it has, it has nothing to do with, with them or the quality. It's just, yeah. I can't. You can't get this many in a day and I just, you know, cut it down. So it's, it, it exactly. Don't take that super personally. It has a lot to do with, um, with what, what people are doing. I mean, look at the percentages, see what's happening. Obviously there's, if you've said yeah. something and everyone else subscribes there, maybe look at what's happening, but don't always yeah. assume it's, it's not necessarily you. So yeah. anyways, let's, let's circle back to the point I was originally trying yeah. to make before we Again, tangents, that's that's what we're known for. But it, it's this idea of you want to grow your skill set. You want to grow your, you know, your abilities as your audience grows, as your client base grows, right? If you waited to develop those skills when you had a ton of clients, those clients are going to be like, what is happening? Like, I would expect somebody who has reached this, let's say, level of success to kind of have their act together. And as much as, as much as we want to say, it doesn't matter how you show up online. I mean, people people have certain expectations. Well, I just think it's better to have the practice. I mean, and we've said it before too, the first one you do is going to be the worst one. So get all that practice out of the way. I mean, our, our first few podcasts are... Like, I don't <laughs> cringe. Don't do it. Don't go listen. No, I'm just kidding. But they, you know, they are certainly not, um, they didn't flow as, no. as we, we can just hop on here and like hit record and start talking <laughs> Whereas before yeah. that was terrifying. So always, you know, and as our audience is obviously growing, we're more comfortable. If we started off with, with, uh, a huge audience, we'd be, <laughs> I think it would have been a lot scarier. So it is, yeah. it's hone your craft. Yeah. Yeah. Another good example is like showing up in videos. Like I used to be terrified of showing up in Instagram stories. Now I'm like, whatever, I just grab my phone and I just hit record and throw it up there. Right. Like the first, I'll never forget the first few I did for our business. They were, I was a mess. Like I had to like retake it like 30 times. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. I said something weird. <laughs> So on and so life goes on, right? And those are good, like, so find practice grounds, right? And really show up 
is the person that you want to be is really the point that we're trying to make here. Do not wait until you're successful to take the actions that future you would take. Take them today, right? Take those actions. Do it afraid if you need to, but do it. Yeah. Your future self will thank you. <laughs> yes, as we as we like to say, yes. All right. So have a look at your day today and see what you've got planned out for yourself and have a look and say, is this who I want to be today? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining our conversation today. We will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you abundance and success.